I can't explain it over the phone because even uttering Pearl Jam lyrics is going to make me throw up right now. Giraffe. Yeah, I can't work with that. Yeah. Jellyfish. Oof. Ooh. Um, leech. Mm, yeah. You know, uh, you know, I, th- I think you might be thinking in a very linear fashion, but just follow, like, get outside the box. With well, that. I mean, I figured, get it out of the way. Traditionally, you know, everybody's thinking it. Traditionally, I can see where you're coming from, but I think you could find a workaround. Well, but it also depends on who you are and what you're looking for. So I guess you're yeah, okay, to, yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And it could it could be a misconception. You you get it all wrong, and then you have a bad time. Uh, duck duck platypus. Mm-hmm. They have like the po- they have the poisonous like back claw things. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So like Man. from behind. So like from behind. The duck-billed platypuses are is just like God being like, no, it's my original OC. <laughs> <laughs> it's got poison claws and he's got. Pla- it's like, dude. Even though hedgehogs are already a thing, duck-billed platypuses are the shadow of the hedgehog of yeah <laughs> animals. Do you ever think what one uh, platypuses will roll up to hedgehogs at the zoo and go, "Faker, I think you're the fake around here." <laughs> Um, uh, so absolute worst rabbit. Why is that? Multitude of reasons. Okay. Um, star-nosed mole. Uh, porcupine. Fair. Uh, I'm. I'm. A, this is a controversial. Red panda. <laughs> um, hammerhead shark. Uh. Man, I, my brain keeps coming back to jellyfish because it's such a good one. <laughs> I, you know, the moment you said it, I was like, "That's probably that is probably our winner in this case." I, I would lean toward jellyfish being the absolute worst, but is it really an animal? It like barely qualifies as an animal. It has no heart and no brain. It's essentially a, a just an organism moving through the sea and making everybody's lives miserable. That's why it, it works. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, any any variety of turtle. Yeah. You know, I once bore witness to an event at a zoo involving uh, two tortoises. That was, an educa- bit, that was a very educational experience. I once uh, witnessed uh, an educational experience at a zoo uh, involving uh, a gorilla and a child. Uh, Jesus. I live in Ohio, people. Swan. Oh, yeah, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, like, like, goose would fit in there, too. Mm-hmm. Well, any sort of any sort of waterfowl. Like, even just a duck. Yeah. Man, what if we discovered the duck-billed platypus before we discovered the duck? <laughs> the, the platypus. <laughs> <We're just, laughs> it's like, no, it's it's like it's like a bird, but it has a bill, and it's like, shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> full of shit. <laughs> uh, 
Surpri- surprising no one, uh, poison dart frog. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I'm just, um, gonna, I'm just gonna round this out. Badger. Oh, honey badger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think we've assembled quite an impressive list I of. Have, uh, I have one more. Turkey vulture. Hmm. Branding the episode. Hey. <laughs> yeah. We have we have assembled quite a suicide squad, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say: when all your friends are heathens, you better take it slow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty sure I would not want to fuck any of these animals. Yeah, no, absolutely not. The uh, and the list for and you know I think the discussion of animals we and I, and I just <laughs> and I just don't think I could and I just don't think I could bring myself to fuck a red panda. <laughs> Which, yeah. as, it's, as has been established, is Alan's favorite animal. Well, it's not that red pandas aren't arousing; it's just <laughs> there are logistical problems. <laughs> I um I was uh, going back partly because of the episode uh, uh, we did with uh, Mike MacD, where I was able to finally throw in a to be continued meme. I was going back watching those and uh, a bunch of those like compilations. And there was one where there was a red panda and a foot steps down into the frame and a red panda turns around and freaks out, like flips over on its back and starts flailing. Yeah. And it starts to make this little noise, but it gets cut off. It's just like a little, ah! and it's, it's so satisfying. Red pandas are the best. My, my favorite is still, um, the, the redneck on the, uh, uh, tractor trailer with a revolver riding towards the police. And he's like, ah, I have the power of God. <laughs> Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. We have the power of God. And I'm please David. let us know. Let's please please let us know in the comments what the worst animal uh, to fuck is, in your opinion. And also go on Twitter and send me cute gifts of red pandas. These are two greatly polar opposite things that are somehow connected, and that's just the way the show works. Yeah. I would also DM, mind DM him red gifts pandas. of red pandas. <laughs> um, uh, I'm Dead Palette. Okay. I'm Alan. And together we form at least the the head, arm, right arm and left foot of uh, Exodia. Yeah. Uh, this time um, we, we again have Graham Graham with us. And Graham Graham uh, has decided uh, that she wanted to take a more active role in this. So she's going to be starting us off on reading uh, the the first paragraph in really? Baraska. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so go right ahead. No, don't bite Evander Holyfield's ear and then in the clinch and then s- spray the fire extinguisher in the ref's face. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Graham Graham. And right off the bat. <laughs> well, while she's chewing... While she's chewing, should we read? I mean, I get uh, Brandon. She's he's she's really starting to become a liability. I do not. Did I do you, not. I cannot. Did you just assume my grandma's gender? <laughs> yes, I did. Excuse me. I, I just assumed old fashioned. So you know. You assumed grandma was going to give you a hand job. You you assumed my grandma was a he she. He she. That's what came out of your mouth. Oh. D- Future David on the playback. Play present David or past David or ultra past David, <laughs> saying he she. Ultra past a. He's he's she's he's she's he's she's Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I'm just saying she (laughs) she is uh, increasingly becoming a liability for this show, and I don't want to get sued. So uh, can you can you try to keep her in line just a little bit? Because if I get sued, it's done. We're over. She's had I don't know how old she is. She is very old. Um, many years of acting this way, David. It's, can't teach it in old Graham Graham new tricks. How did she survive this long? Uh, she, well, she has that she, fighter spirit. She is very old. She's, I'm going to say, 37? Is the reason she's Graham Graham is because it's, that's two generations of grandma? She's actually like a great Graham? See, I want great grandmas, not great grandma. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like this is like a cartoon thing. <laughs> underneath, sexy ass. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so um, underneath the triple tree, there is a man who waits for me. And should I go or should I stay? My my fate's the same either way. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. <laughs> And never mind that. <coughs> Excuse me. Never mind, Gra- Graham. Graham, you heard. Good morning. Okay. The words faded back into the ether, and I awoke with a start. Jimmy Prescott was lounging against the wall near the door, an amused yet disapproving look on his face, like a fucking cunt. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, Mr. Prescott. I didn't hear you come in. You know, I wore two when I was a kid, too. I installed the bell on the door for this very reason. Do you like movies about gladiators? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't seem to wake you up, though. You ever (laughs) been to a Turkish prison? (laughs) Ever been to the cockpit in an airplane before? (laughs) No? You ever seen a grown man naked? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, the, rest of this, the whole rest of this is, show is just airplane jokes. <laughs> guys, airplane is is so good. Yeah, it's right. So good. If you haven't seen airplane in this last six months, that's <laughs> that's Alan's recommendation this time. I'm recommending it for him. Go watch airplane. Didn't seem to wake you up though. He laughed. I mumbled another apology and idly straightened a stack of business cards in front of me. Late night? With your mom? You know it. Uh, kinda. Very. With your mom. You know it. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you weren't out at the bonfires with all the other underage drinkers. No, sir. Yep. (laughs) I like the way that that's written. Quotations. No, sir. In quotations. Uh, Italicized. Yep. Good. Anyway, I'm just here for my lunch. I'll take a Parmesan chicken with avocado on rye. I'm just here for my lunch. So can I briefly talk about avocados? Sure. I'm trying to eat clean. Uh, So I'm like revisiting like foods, like healthy foods I previously didn't like. Mm -hmm. And there's stuff I used to think I didn't like that I like now. And if we can just get uh, avocados of the way, out of the way, uh, I just don't get it. Like the the love for avocados? Yeah. It's like, it's flavorless putty slime. (laughs) (laughs) You cut from a flavorless putty. (laughs) Jumped into the shop. (laughs) 
<laughs> it got beaten up by the Power Rangers, and then you just cut a slice off. Put it on your sandwich. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Alan? You're not alone. I, I'm not, I can stand it, but I've never, like, understood the appeal of avocado. Because you can't, well, you can't really, wait, can you peel an avocado? Not really. Anyway. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy that. No, that was you. Happy. Yeah. Sorry. I know. <laughs> I was happy not... that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, yes, sir. Happy that the conversation was over. I walked over to the sandwich counter and unwound the twisty tie from the rye bread. Uh, Jimmy Prescott snapped back from the counter and idly studied that picture on the wall. Though he'd seen them a thousand times before, more of the photos were of the Prescott family taken over the last century. I'd always thought it odd decor, but then the shop was named after them after all. Is Mira here? Prescott asked as I wrapped up his sandwich. She's in the back. Ah, I thought she'd still be in St. Louis. Well, when you're finished, would you mind getting her for me? Shit. Yes, sir. I handed him his sandwich and went to the back to find Mira. What a name. Mira. Mira. M-E-E-R-A. Mira. 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 (laughs) Barbarian. (laughs) Crusher of watermelons between her thighs. She was in the office. She was. (laughs) (laughs) You must seek out Mira in the obvious. (laughs) It is at the very epicenter of the Dome of Triumph. Beneath the ballyhoo billabong of bulbous utter dis- bulbous despair, <laughs> bulbous despair. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think we have our title. We have our tagline for the YouTube version of this: bulbous yep. despair. I think I have a new title for my penis. <laughs> <laughs> You implying that it's just like you have a thin penis until you get to the head. Then it's just oh, a yeah. wrecking. Then it's just a wrecking ball. <laughs> I, I come in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Ooh. You know she was in the Ophi. She was in the Ophius, <laughs> furiously master, furiously punching the keys on her accounting calculator. Uh, Mira, Jimmy Prescott is out front. He wants to talk to you. She turned. Oh. Jimmy Prescott of the Vietnam Prescott. <laughs> of the Southampton Prescotts. I'm from the cool town Illinois Prescotts. She turned and gave me a dubious look. Did he say about what? I shook my head. Okay. She sighed. Can you go home for the day, Sam? Uh, you can go home for the day, Sam. No, mine's better. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, can I? <laughs> but You're fired, are you, Sam. <laughs> are, are you sure? I still had three hours on the clock. He's the only customer we've had since we opened. Since we opened three years ago. 
<laughs> Don't worry, I'll pay you for a whole day, kiddo. Apparently, no <laughs> one likes fucking avocado. <laughs> you know, you know, their problem is, is they uh, turn on the core sign. That way, they everyone knows they have ice cold cores. <laughs> I, you idiot! I told you to install a closed sign, not a coarse sign. Wait, this might work to our advantage. <laughs> yes, happy accidents continue to benefit me, Mister Prescott, who I presume owns this business, and it's not actually Jimmy. Pre- I don't know. Who is our narrator here? Still Sam. Oh. The keeper. <laughs> Thanks, Mira. Uh, good luck, I guess. I gave her a sympathetic shrug, and she patted my arm. I didn't know how she did it. Mira was perhaps the most burdened and stressed-out woman in all of Drisking, but she never failed to be unbelievably kind. There was a hopelessness about her, a sadness that she hid very well. Except for the fact that every time I came in, she was going, I left the store out the back door, so I wouldn't have to just just again. Oh. She's just she's just Moses lack. Oh. <laughs> I left I left the store out the back door so I wouldn't have to see Jimmy Prescott again or watch Mira cry. His weird yellowed amber eyes always set me on edge. Not to mention he was a total tool. Wait, yellowed amber eyes? That's an interesting description for eyes. Yeah. That's it's right. Not- That's right, Jerry. We are the lizard people. <laughs> I hopped in my car and texted Kyle that I was off work. Totally. He answered him. He answered immediately and told me to come meet him. I happily whipped my apron off over my head and threw the car into reverse. Crystal Lake was my favorite place in all of Oh, come on! <laughs> I remember going to summer camp there. Or wait. Maybe I don't. Maybe I repress those memories. I wonder why. I had to park almost a mile away since the lake was so packed with dead bodies. I eventually found Kyle and Kimber sitting on a rock that jutted out over the beach. Kimber was sunbathing in a blue floral bikini. And Kyle was wearing his no-one-can-tell-where-my-eyes-are-looking sunglasses. (laughs) Oh, Kyle. (laughs) What I miss... I asked, sitting down next to Kimber. Not much, she answered, stretching and sitting up. Just more beer. She dug into the cooler behind her and tried to hand me a blue moon. So just to make sure everybody's clear, we've jumped ahead in time. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Because last time these kids were, what, 10? Yeah. 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 (laughs) But, But I kept assuming they were fucking older. Yeah. For some reason. Now Um, we can just pretend... We can pretend now we can pretend they're younger. No, now we can pretend they're underage drinking, but yeah, you went ahead and made it worse. So cool. Uh, yeah. I thought that that's what you were implying. But I don't, I think that that, you know, it's just an overrated beer. You don't need to drink Blue Moon. Light. Got the ice cold cores. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is told Coors. This pod this podcast is sponsored by Coors. When I'm dehydrated, I drink a Coors Light. <laughs> and then I drink better beer. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Coors Light, but that's just a warm-up beer. 
<laughs> well, we see how our re- our narrator is about to react to the blue moon. Yeah. Uh, ugh. No. I waved it away. Got any Excedrin? Yes, new Excedrin brand beer. <laughs> Cures your headaches <laughs> and your depression at the same time. Just crush up a few Excedrin and drop it in a blue oh. moon. Oh, no. Kimber gave me her. I'm sorry, pal. Okay, then I'll just take those sunglasses. I held my hand out to Kyle, who looked at, back at me in horror. Or looked back at it in horror. <clears throat> what? No, fuck off. Oh, come on, Kyle. Give me your sunglasses, Oni-chan. Sam didn't get to sleep off his hangover like we did. I he, was busy wor- he was busy working at the world's worst sandwich shop. Yeah, the one with the... Because, you know, I'm pretty sure Jimmy Prescott didn't pay for that sandwich. Probably because... Hey, he- yeah! Yeah. I mean, sure, his family owns a store, but that's... Well, he is a total tool, but even so. I wonder... Even so! Sorry. I wonder what what was possessing what what maybe that's why the the shop doesn't make any money. It's like it's just playing Pearl Jam in the in the lounge twenty four seven. Maybe I remember looking on the bar, seeing the harmless little Um, I smiled at Kyle and he tightened his lips. We both knew exactly what I was doing. Kimber strode Kyle's arm in encouragement. Please, she asked. A big dick fellow like yourself can't be seen wearing those sunglasses. <laughs> Fine, he said, said and shoved his blue blockers at me. I put them on and sat back, turning my head to watch the girls on the beach below. Oh, Phoebe, shit. Phoebe Dranger, dark-haired girl, was there lying on a towel next to round face and giggling. It still seemed unnatural to me to see the two of them without rude nose. The three had been inseparable, working as fluidly together as the gears in a watch until Christy had fallen in love with some college kid and run away. So why'd you get out of work early anyway, as uh, uh, Kyle asked? Okay, so that's two girls we know have disappeared. <laughs> yeah, uh, we lost Whitney. For, for those of you, st- for last time on Undercooked Analysis, yeah, Whitney got kidnapped anyway, and probably eaten by Baraska. Um, and also, we said a bunch of dumb shit. We did. <laughs> uh, Prescott came in. Ew, Kimber squirmed. He totally freaks me out. He's been staring at me since, like, fifth grade. Fucking weird! Yeah, with those amber reptilian eyes. <laughs> Sometimes his tongue goes, and it's forked for some reason. <laughs> Now, next time he stares at you, let me know, and I'll knock him the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> Kyle the Chad said. Uh, <laughs> Kyle had always been protective over Kimber, but ever since they started dating, it had gotten ten times more unbearable. Kimber winked at him. So what did he want, Sam? He wanted to talk to Mira. Apparently they need the assistance of Aquaman. (laughs) (laughs) Probably about the sandwich shop. We need to get rid of these avocados. Well, well, Mira is a superhero barbarian whose one power is that she can crush watermelons between her legs. (laughs) Yes. Guardian of the obvious. (laughs) Is... (laughs) 
<laughs> Guardian of the Orpheus, crusher of watermelons. Does Aquaman have power over watermelons? Um, you know, we we, you know we might... ask the hard-hitting questions here on Undercooked Analysis. <laughs> you know who might know? You know who might know the answer to that might actually be Graham Graham because I'm sure. Hey Graham, Graham Graham, where'd she go? Oh my God, she's stolen a tugboat and is heading off into the fog. Well, I guess we're never gonna see her again. Hi Graham Graham, be safe. Mm. My, uh, she's she's going off to the Bermuda Triangle. The bar, uh. the Bermuda Triangle. That's her favorite bar. Yeah. <laughs> so named because you go into it and the prices are so good, you never leave, <laughs> and and you're presumed missing forever. Or maybe that's because you they the prices are so good, you drink enough, you pass out, and uh, eventually you lose your kidney. At the best case scenario, take off the cop and get bar. killed by Greg Kinnear. <laughs> uh you mean uh <laughs> you mean about how no one gets uh, goes there and the business should have closed years ago but it doesn't because the prescotts are stubborn and vain kyle said <laughs> should ask pet fuckers we're doing great <laughs> Yeah, th- yeah, probably exposition, Kyle. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she looked pretty. I mean, she looked pretty worried. I can count on one hand how many sandwiches I've sold in the past month. Kyle, the expositor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I imagining build an adventuring all of these. party out yeah. of these. You got Mira the barbarian, Kyle the expositor. Ouch, Kimber grimaced. Kimber the grimace. Sorry. Uh, she she just looks at things unhappy. <laughs> she is a giant purple monster <laughs> <laughs> in a blue bikini. Show you my giant purple monster. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure she's going to get chewed out. I don't really like the guy. I thought about the squirmy, yellow-eyed freak yelling at sweet. Little barbarian giant lady Mira. <laughs> and it made my blood boil. He might have jaundice. You could be a little more sensitive. You should have you should have met his dad, Kyle snorted. He was a piece of work. <clears throat> yeah, he was a literal piece of asphalt that people were constantly working on. Uh his dad? Yeah, Tom Prescott, Kimber said. The family put him in the in a home a few towns over. Why is he in a home, you ask? Well, Well, I heard he got dementia and was embarrassing the family in public, Kyle said. I heard heard that too. Kimber brushed her long curls off her shoulders. I always liked Tom Prescott. It was a pretty shitty thing to do. Hey, Hey, kids. I'm a computer. (laughs) Stop all the download. Hey, kids. It's me, Luther B. There's a lot of whitest kids you know in this episode. <laughs> we, we were, we were, first, we were going to try and do Airplane. That fell by the wayside pretty quickly. Graham Graham is off at sea somewhere. Probably, I don't know why she chose to sail to bar, uh, the Barmuda Triangle, but, I mean... Because it's <laughs> like you could literally just you know drive ten minutes and you're there. <laughs> and now... <sighs> We're into. I don't know. We 
consistency is not a strong suit of this show anyway. No, but we've had we've been consistent with what it, the contents of Baraska episodes, just not on the upload schedule. And that was circumstances outside our control. Yeah. I almost died from shitting. You were telling us earlier, Alan, that this illness ruined pooping for you forever. Yeah, I don't like pooping anymore. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because that fucking sucks. But yeah, no, it's it, it used to be like a quiet thing I could do and enjoy. You know, dick around on my phone for a little bit, take a good, take a nice poop. No, I hate pooping now. I'm. Hey, and remember how we previously talked about, like, every three or four episodes, we have to check in with my poops? <laughs> well, does this mean we're never going to do it again because it will only bring you misery? No, I mean, I, uh, what I mean, what I meant by that is, like, feels like we're on schedule. <laughs> does, would you say that we're regular, then? <laughs> yeah. uh... Hey, kids, we turned in unison to see Phil Saunders. Uh, comes stomping out of the bushes behind us with Mike Sutton following behind. So this is where the cool people hang out high above the kingdom on Pride Rock. We have Phil the Sonderer <laughs> followed by Mike the Follower. <laughs> Mike's an NPC. He's literally the hireling. Sup, Mike, Kyle said, ignoring Phil. Sup, Mike whom he disliked ever since Phil had briefly dated Kimber. Phil was either unaware or uninterested in Kyle's feelings. Of course, that may also have been because Phil was stoned out of his mind most of the time, and now is no exception. They sat down next to us, and Mike offered me his pipe. Hey, kid. Wanna hit my weed bong? (laughs) (laughs) It just says, wanna hit this. I did want to hit it, and pretty badly, too. I reached up to grab it and immediately hit it and knocked it into the lake. I reached up to grab it, but Phil swatted my hand away. Careful, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Mike's not guy, it's Mike. Careful, guy. I I had to fix that because my first careful guy was a little effeminate. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to get the sheriff's son high for fuck's sake, Mike. Mike nodded knowingly and shoved the pipe back into his pocket. I scowled. Really? Sorry, Sam. Really? Really. Sorry, Sammy. Hell, the only reason I'm even smoking around you is because today is my cousin's death death anniversary, and I don't give a shit about anything else. Your cousin Hannah? Kimber asked with a sympathetic look. Yep. Uh, five years she's been gone. Since you've been gone, smoking weed around the sheriff's son. (laughs) Too many people disappear in these woods, man, Mike said as he exhaled a cloud of smoke. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, man, Phil nodded. You know, sometimes when I'm high, I can see them all, man. And I feel like I know the answer to the mystery, man. Like, I'm so close to solving it. It's just something I can see. Like, they're all puzzle pieces in my mind. I see the puzzle put together, but I can't tell what the picture is of, you know? And then I jerk off into a sock. Uh, I, I like how you were going to 
place <laughs> you were started to do a character and you're like i'm going to insert man here where it's not and then like the character started saying man yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking high saunders kyle said we all are, man. We all are. Everyone in this town is drinking the fucking Kool-Aid. Game over, man. Game over. Kimber raised an eyebrow at him, but said nothing. Kimber was also Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Kimber had been studying the Rock for years and had it down to a T. She could also make her pectorals jiggle. Um, everyone except the dead ones. I can see what they look like before they went into the ground. Or is it the grounder? Or is it grinder? Or is it the organ grinder? Do, 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 do. Shit. I don't know, man. Mike said to the space in front of him. Yeah, I see all those people. Hannah, Paige, Jason Metley. Hell, I ever see your sister, Walker. I ever see your sister walk? <laughs> Kyle, who I knew had been monitoring the conversation for mentions of this very thing, sprang to his feet and opened his mouth to yell at Phil. Nah, Whitney Walker ran away to St. Louis, remember? Mike said. I saw Kyle and Kimber exchange a quick look as I tried to remain impassive from behind the blue blockers. <laughs> blue blockers. That true, man? Phil asked, and there it was. I knew Kyle and Kimber had always wondered what I thought about Whitney, and if I'd ever accepted the official statement that she and Jay had run away together. They had, ki- they had been, they were kind enough to not bring it up, but I knew they wanted to know what I believed, what I thought had really happened. I loved them both, and I wanted to talk to them about it, but I just couldn't. Everyone thought that I had spent the last seven years quietly grieving that I'd put the incident behind me. At least... That's what I tried to show them. The truth was that I'd never given up on Whitney. I'd waited years for Jay to show up on social media, and when I finally found him last year, I'd I'd been devastated. I'd always hoped the official report was right and that Whitney was somewhere far away from here, alive and happy with Jay Bower. But But his MySpace page showed a thriving teenager still living at home with his parents, his ex-girlfriend Whitney, the furthest thing from his mind. Do we know how many years have passed at this point? Um, oh, no, seven years. Wasn't that what they said? Uh, I, yeah, I'd spent the last seven years quietly grieving. Hmm. So would, if seven years have passed, would Jay still be a teenager? Because Whitney and Jay were teenagers before this. Mmm. Astute observation. That seems odd. Hmm. Um. Maybe, maybe his MySpace page showed a thriving teenager still living at home with his parents. Um, but it it just so happened to not be himself. Oh. Here's pictures of my friend, a thriving teenager, <laughs> who also. Dated Whitney and Whitney. Oh, is wait a minute! No, or, oh, no, 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 no. He hadn't updated his social media. His MySpace page is from that time. Still, sorry. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. When, when I, I had brought, oh, I'm sorry. This is it... is... Uh, go ahead. Are you sure? I think it's you. Uh. Um. Yeah, it's you. Okay. 
When I'd brought the evidence to my dad, he read the pages I'd printed off and then shut the door to his office with me on the other side. I heard him crying in there for hours as I waited for him to reopen the case and bring the smackdown on the Butler County Sheriff's Department. But justice had never come, and we never mentioned Jay Bauer again. My, my dad also uh, was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and we were very much hoping for him to bring the smackdown. We've been misspelling it the whole time. This town is called Boroxka. Yeah. Mm. The curse mm. is that everybody eventually becomes some approximation of J- Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm, there's the twist. <laughs> Sorry, whatever reason. Uh, for whatever reason, I never told Kyle and Kimber about any of that. Maybe it was because I was worried they'd blow it off like my dad had, or maybe, and far more likely, I didn't want them to know how obsessed I'd become with the Baraska and the skinned men. I knew as assuredly as the sun would rise tomorrow. That's your bottom dollar. That tomorrow. <laughs> There'd be sun. Shine. That, Whit- that Whitney's death had happened it there. Just like all the others who'd gone to the triple tree. You crazy diamond. I was suddenly very aware of four pairs of eyes staring at me. <laughs> Where did all these eyes come from? Ah! Oh, wait. Yeah, it's true. She ran off with this guy, Jay, from our hometown, I answered. That was enough for Kyle. All right, guys, seriously, he's the sheriff's kid. What do you think's going to happen if he gets caught with weed? The little man is right. Phil, let's bounce. I don't need any more trouble with the cops around here, Mike said. Then he and Phil just started bouncing. Later, Walker, Kimber, little man, Phil stood up, brushed off his pants, and jumped from the boulder onto the sandy beach below. He sprayed sand all over a couple of freshman girls who squealed and called him an un- unthoughtful ass. Phil uh, tipped his invisible hat to them and said, Ladies, before walking M'lady. off. Oh, my God. lady. Oh, my M'lady. God. He's a fucking fedora douche without the fedora. I love how, I love how the characters' last names are all different m- modes of transporting yourself on legs. We have uh, Saunders and Walker... Sure, we're going to get a bouncer. <laughs> Mike followed him down, and as I watched them make their way down the beach, I became aware of the conversation going on behind me. I didn't say I wanted to go. I said I had to go, Kimber said. It's only two o'clock, and it's Sunday. I know, but my parents have been fighting a lot lately, and I kind of don't want to miss it. I mean, and I don't want to leave my mom alone too long. (laughs) I want to be there for the money shot when she gets fucking decked. Oh, God. I thought she was doing better. I want to be there when she gives them a rock bottom through the announce table. I thought she was doing... Okay, I thought she was doing better. A little, but she's still depressed, Kyle. Do you want to stay over at my place tonight? Kimber's voice dropped into a whisper. I just, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm ready for that yet. What? No, wait, that's not what I meant. I'd sleep on the pool out, but I wouldn't uh... pull out. <laughs> I'd sleep on the pool out in the bay. Cut. I need a moment. God damn it, it's not... <laughs> Oh. 
I knew that the moment I saw it coming, I'm going to be, uh, the moment I saw that word, I was like, Brandon's going to, it's going to, it's going to happen. It's going to. No, it's him. not. Brandon never pulls out. Um, <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I'll use the pullout method. I mean, I'll sleep on the pullout in the basement and you would have my room. Very awkward silence. My parents love you, you know, he added. Kimber laughed. I know, I just want to be there for my mom right now. But thank you, sweetie. And then the absolutely disgusting sound of my best friend's kissing. I would never get used to it. Ew, cooties! Ugh, on that note, I'm out of here too. I stood up and gave them both a shaming look. Shame, I said, pointing at them. (laughs) Shame! (laughs) (laughs) Damn shame that. Uh, oh, come on, Sam. Don't be jealous. We'll find you a girlfriend someday, Kyle joked. Not being serious. Actually, no, we'll never find you a fucking girlfriend. <laughs> uh, I really don't need your help with that. Also, I'm gay, you insensitive asses. I muttered, gl- that wasn't in there. I muttered, glancing down the beach to where Emmeline Adler was sunbathing. Emmeline Adler, Emmeline Adler was sunbathing. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I Last think, week. if I'm not mistaken, to addle is another way of movement, <laughs> another form of movement. What about Prescott? Uh, no. Okay. Last week of school, Kimber yelled at my retreating back. Thank God. Tomorrow was the last Monday of the school year. And while I should have been thankful my sophomore year was ending, I wasn't. The summer meant no distractions, more time to think, and even more hours of boredom at Prescott Artisan Sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things in that title is false advertising. Can you figure out which word it is? These these sandwiches aren't Prescott. Well, it's Prescott P Artisan A Sandwiches, and so there's just a giant sign that says pass, and it's people like, yeah, I'll pass on this. <laughs> but I wasn't looking forward to tomorrow for another reason. Beside it being Monday, it was also sophomore ditch day. My dad had caught on to sev- uh, that several weeks ago and warned me to set a good example and go to school that day. Sometimes I really hated being the son of a cop. Kimber and Kyle were sympathetic and had offered to share in my misery. I had, of course, said yes, much to Kyle's sadness. Uh, As I'd expected, my dad was waiting for me when I got home. (laughs) (laughs) We shared a brief, strained conversation about our respective days, and then he finally got to it. My dad, remember, Sammy... We're cracking down on truancy this year. I want to see you at school tomorrow. Yeah, I got it, Dad. Yeah, we are beating the shit out of truant students. <laughs> We're cracking them with uh, with uh, batons. Truancy is not a victimless crime. <laughs> We're carrying cudgels this year. And I hope I won't have to write a ticket to Kyle, either. <laughs> Kyle! <laughs> He just, he he just like looks at him and is just like if you're truant now and then he cocks his gun chick, chick, you'll be truant for the rest of eternity bitch <laughs> and I hope you won't have to write a ticket to Kyle either Jesus I'm not Kyle's dad dad <laughs> <laughs> well I have bad news dad Kyle is planning on pulling out of school tomorrow. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> in the basement. <laughs> oh, I sighed. Uh, it's just a tradition. Even the teachers sort of encourage it. On Friday, they said, I don't care what they said, Sam. Besides the fact that I'm the sheriff, I'm also your father, and I want my son in school. I laughed and shook my head. Fuck you, I'm not going. No. Uh, what a joke. I can't control what Kyle does. Fair enough, but you can control what you do. Uh, <laughs> I said nothing, and Dad sighed. It's almost over, Sam. Just get through these last five days, and you can be done with school for a few months. Fine. I walked out of the kitchen rudely, ending the conversation. I climbed the stairs and passed by Whitney's door on the way to my room. The light was on, and silence was behind it. I knew my mother was in there. She was always in there, doing God knows what. I walkered into my own room, shut the door behind me, and locked it. <laughs> uh, the next day at school ended up being more embarrassing than anything else. There were a few uh, other people that hadn't skipped, maybe a total of ten of us, and they shot me looks that made it clear that my dad was the reason they were there. Everything about this scenario was fucking gold. Yeah, right? <laughs> Kimber, great friend that she was, happily went to her classes like it was a normal day. Kyle attended all the classes with me. The teachers, who had been looking forward to an easy day, couldn't have cared less. Just before lunch, an officer came around to all the classrooms and asked for copies of the attendance sheets. Dad really wasn't kidding about cracking down this year. I was going to get shit from people all summer. I was going to feel guilt for all the bloodshed that would occur later. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least we're safe here in the school from police brutality. At lunch, Kyle and I God. went... Sorry. Went out. Too soon. <laughs> I'm not sure what was too soon, but okay. Um, at lunch, Kyle and I went out to my car to smoke. Usually we were hidden uh usually we were hidden by dozens of large pickup trucks but today we were out in the open and vulnerable um i moved the car back to a shady corner of the parking lot and kyle pulled out his bull <laughs> kyle of pulling out <laughs> did you text kimber i asked him while we hit it Yep, he said through tight lips as he let the smoke sit in his lungs and then blew it out all over my dashboard. She went home around fourth period. She said her mom called her and she was going home to take care of her. I don't know, man. I asked him <laughs> why we hit the bowl. It was a Tibetan singing bowl. It was beautiful. I bet he blew it out all over your dashboard. <laughs> Doesn't her mom hate you, I asked taking my turn with the bull. Yeah, I mean, that's a fairly new development ever since Kimber and I had started dating, but I'm pretty sure she's always hated me and just hit it but better before. Now that she's all depressed and whatever, she doesn't give a shit. It was hard to picture anyone hating Kyle. I mean, I kind of hate Kyle. Why can't Kimber's dad take care of her? Um, I don't know. I hit the pipe again. Hey, man, let's not even go back today, Kyle said. You think? You think? I asked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
you put in four periods. You've been a good son. An officer dick ass already came around and collected the attendance sheets. Officer. <laughs> D- dick ass? Really? You're better than that, man. <laughs> Stop being a fuck ass. <laughs> <laughs> How are we? How are we pronouncing officer? How are we pronouncing office? Oh, off, o- Ophius. 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 You're fucking baked, Kyle. Seriously, man, let's go. Fucking baked, man. I thought about it a second. Kyle was right. I had done my duty as a son and left. And if I left now, I'd have enough time to go to GameStop before work. Power to the player. Make sure to sign up for the PowerPoints record plan. Fuck you, Game Theory. (laughs) Fuck it, Game Theory. I turned on the ignition. (laughs) Oh, that Kyle always convincing people that pulling out is a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) He's lasted this long. Well, you don't put you don't put it in and then pull out. It doesn't work that way. You don't. Kyle sat up in his chair and rolled down the window to clear out the smoke. Hey, man, can you drop me by Kimber's? Sure, but how are you going to get home? Can you come get me after work? What if her mom throws you out again? Kyle rolled his eyes. That was one time. Why can't that I didn't pull out in time. Why, why can't I just drop you at home and you can take your own car? It needs new tires. New tires, of course. What Kyle really meant was that his insurance had lapsed and he didn't have any money for gas. Anyway, he uh, bought a car last summer after working double shifts at a convenience store for half a year. It was an okay car, newer, but I knew he'd only wanted it to impress Kimper, something he'd vehemently denied. Had it worked, not in my opinion. It, Kimber doesn't so, strike uh, me as the kind of girl that would be impressed by a car. Just saying. Just saying, Kyle. So, uh, hey, uh, hey, Grandmother's is back from her, from her voyage at sea. Oh, she's, look at all those, like, uh, she's got a ukulele. I don't really Oh, no. Not why that is, but that's kind of cool. It's that's a nice pretty cool. Wait, Graham Graham. Uh, wait, Graham Graham. No, don't fuck with the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> what? How did she even? Ain't nothing to how, fuck with. How did she even? What? Oh, oh goodness. Ooh. ooh. Uh. Taking her straight to the slums of Shaolin. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, but, uh, future David. Future David. There, you might want to like import the opening sound from uh, Shaq Fu. <laughs> that, that opening sound from Shaq Fu is also the opening sound of the Wu Tang Clan song "Shame." Okay, okay, I'm I'm not a crazy person. All right. Yeah. So I'll, so just I'll just the that. opening the opening of "Shame," I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, good. Duly noted. Um, uh, um, it started dating in the fall. And Kyle quit his job. Isn't still. that isn't that David? No. Oh. Yes. Uh, I maybe I think so. Yeah. Had it worked, in my opinion, no, it hadn't. It's David. They started dating in the fall, and Kyle quit his job to spend more time with her. Kimber didn't seem like the kind of girl to be impressed by a Pontiac bon, b- a Bonville Bonneville. But Bonneville. Kyle was, 
Yeah, okay, that's exactly what I was saying. But Kai was convinced that was how he'd won her over. I was sure I, I was sure all the car had really done was give him the confidence to ask her out. And now that it's part of their romance and now that it's part of their romance now that it's part in their romance ended, the car sat in the garage of the Landy home, collecting dust instead of memories. Yeah, I I think it's um an interesting part of Kyle's character here. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should discuss that. How he um you know, he went to work to get this car and then he just pulled out of working there. <laughs> Y'all thought I was gonna analyze this story for a second, didn't you? I did. We haven't really done any serious analysis except for that moment when I was wondering about the confusion of the timing, but then it turned out, nope, that was as tight as I thought it was, so it's all good. That's still cl- that, that part is still clunky, though. A little bit. They could clarify that. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, I mean, the st- here's the thing, I, the story's still... We're in too deep to pull out now. <laughs> Don't be like Kyle when you're this far into the story. Unless you know what's going to happen later, and then in which case you might think about it. Anyway. GameStop didn't have what I wanted, and neither did Drisking Games and Media. <laughs> neither did Funko Land. Neither did uh, Babbage's. Neither did EB Games. Since I had nothing else to do, I decided to show up to work early and hope that Mira would let me leave early too. I parked in the front and walkered in the door, unsurprised to see no one at the front counter, uh, dividing the front of the store to the Ophius. <laughs> there were only three of us that worked at the shop, and I sadly never got to see the other girl, Emmeline, Emmeline uh, who worked on the days I didn't. Oh, Emmeline, this... why can't you be true? This was disappointing to me, since she was half the reason I applied there in the first place. Oh, Sammy. Sammy. But I, didn't, but I didn't want to pull out like Kyle. <laughs> I didn't want to pull out like Kyle. Uh, I, went back, I went into the back to tell Mira I was there and found her slumped over her desk on a pile of receipts and paperwork. This wasn't an unusual way to find Mira, but something seemed different today. I immediately felt a disturbance in the force, but before I could run away, she turned toward me and I saw I was right to flee. Mira was crying. Are you, um, um, are, are you? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, she said quickly, wiping her eyes. Is it four already? Uh, no, it's 2.15. I just thought maybe if I came in early. Um... No, it, uh, oh right, it's your ditch day. Mira wiped her eyes only to have them fill with tears again. I don't understand, Sam. This store has been operating in the red ever since I was hired to manage it. What am I doing wrong? You're selling avocado sandwiches to only Jimmy Prescott, and he's the only person who will not buy them. He'll just take them, because he's a fuck. What am I doing wrong? Um, Susan Wojcicki, literally everything. <laughs> You're doing nothing right. <laughs> I don't I... know. I offered, lamely, the instinct to escape, never stronger. Boy, was I really wanting to pull a, a Kyle here. <laughs> no one comes in here, ever. <laughs> Everyone always Kyle. pulls out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
And Mr. Prescott refuses to let me put signs up to advertise. He says they're unsightly, but how does he expect me to pull in business? I need this job, Sam. God, I just... I must have looked like a frightened deer. Because Mira skinned me and tore my antlers off. Um, Because when Mira glanced over at me, she seemed to subtly collect herself. Go ahead and go out to the front. I'll do your time card. Oh, oh boy. She didn't have to tell me twice. I really like Mira and hated seeing her like this. The front door didn't end up being much better. I could hear Mira crying over the store's dated music track. Her sobs went from painfully audible to muffled. Can you take me higher? (laughs) Is that why she's crying? Because I would cry. After half an hour... It's it's nothing but Creed and Pearl Jam. (laughs) That's why no one goes there. The sides, the unsightly sides would be, which uh, the way Jimmy Prescott's thinking is it is the unsightly sides would say, "Come on in." The only music we play is Creed and Pearl Jam. <laughs> the little, the little bifold that they put out in front of the store says that. <laughs> Pearl Jam in the AM, Creed in the PM. <laughs> Pearl. No one ever listened to the radio in Drisking for a good reason. <laughs> Uh, after half an hour, I decided I had to that's, do something. That's what the sounds from Baraska are. <laughs> what are. What are those loud sounds? <laughs> um, everybody listening, do me a favor if you haven't done this already. Uh, go on YouTube and look up Creed Shreds. Yes. Please, if, if you don't know about this, look up Creed Shreds. They're amazing. Uh, do, the, do me that favor. The Beach Boys shred is still my favorite. <laughs> I really enjoy the um, the the one for it's, uh, for corn. It's the, it's, the, it's the clapping in the Beach Boys one. Oh yeah! Did you see? You've seen the corn shred, right? Yes. That one's amazing. Right. <laughs> uh, the disturbed one. <laughs> the disturbed one has my favorite line. Just before the song starts, he looks out at the audience and goes, Are you guys all my friends? <laughs> <laughs> After half an hour, I decided I had to do something. Since I was entirely unequipped to deal with an adult woman's emotions, you're going to make a terrible husband someday. I decided to call Mira's husband, Owen. He was thankfully at home and answered on the second ring. I'll be right there. <laughs> I, I didn't even say anything on the second oh. ring he just picked up the phone and said I'll be right there because we have a hotline for whenever Mira is really sad he's just conditioned <laughs> to this by now he's just like I'll be there Owen showed up went into the back and over the sound of Pearl Jam I heard him roughly fuck his wife <laughs> um hey, Houston. Hold on. Give me one second to try and do this without laughing. What are you doing? my baby. What are you, what are you doing back there, Owen? Shredding the ham. Oh no! Oh, oh my diaphragm. 
I bet I would knocked her diaphragm out of place. Oh, fuck you. You better pull out. <laughs> I breathed. Uh, uh, where am I? <laughs> I breathed a sigh. Oh, God. I read ahead. <laughs> I breathed uh, a sigh of relief when I heard a car pull up outside and saw the tall girthy. <laughs> Read by a bunch of toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you should listen to raw dog readings too. <sighs> he walked in during a quiet lull in his wife's breakdown. I'm headed for a breakdown. <clears throat> I'm sorry to call you at home, Mister Daily. Mm-hmm. I like—is it like daily or is it daily? It's it's daily, daily, daily. <laughs> but I like that you didn't dilly dally getting here. I just didn't know what else to do. That's okay, <laughs> Sam. You did the right thing. He looked tired, and I could tell the situation wasn't new to him. If you feel like pulling out of the situation, make sure you tag your buddy in. Remember, kids, be like Kyle. Or don't be like Kyle. I'm not sure. I'm getting mixed messages from my friend Kyle here. Me and my brother Kyle here, we was hitchhiking down a long and dusty road. <clears throat> Is she okay? I mean, like, will she be okay? Oh, yeah. He nodded. We're just going to see her through some things. Okay, oh. now, now, hold on. Can we... Can we get Alan to do the thing again? <laughs> Future David, can you have the sound of a of a door closing and then? All right. Jeremy spoken <laughs> fast today. <laughs> uh, um, I'm sorry. Where was I? Oh yeah. Oh, Mira said the store is going bankrupt, too. I went as soon as the words were out of my mouth. <clears throat> yeah, Owen ran a hand through his hair. That's part of it. Although I don't think Jim's going to let that happen. Mira is more upset about... He sighed. Has Mira told you about her, uh, appointments? Uh, no. Ah. Uh. <laughs> well, my wife... We've been trying to get pregnant for years. Long, painful years. In fact, in fact, I think we're going to go try that right now. I don't know any more Pearl Jam songs. That's okay. Let's take something for Pearl Jam. <laughs> Honey, I think the problem is the Pearl Jam. <laughs> the Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam is, act- is, is, is jamming act- you? The Pearl Jam is acting like spermicide. Because it's literally jamming the process. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have found birth control that works 100% of the time. It's called Pearl Jam. <laughs> I, if, be, don't be surprised if you can't get it up while Pearl Jam is playing, though. You know in Half-Life 2 when they talk about the suppression field, what no one realizes that subliminally all across City 17 is just really low dog levels of Pearl Jam being played. <laughs> When, when Dr. Breed, <laughs> Dr. Breed's broadcasts are going and very, very faintly in the background, you can barely hear it. It's the, the, the strains of Pearl Jam. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. Long, painful years. It's just been so goddamn important for her to have a baby. And, you know, she blames me for our problems. Not Pearl Jam? He walked around the room staring at the pictures, not really talking to me anymore. Man, these fucking Prescotts are everywhere, he said. Too many Prescotts. <clears throat> Too many Prescotts. Um. Uh. I understand why it's important to her. I just don't understand the obsession with it, you know? Because she's the last one in her family. Because she's the last McCaskey on the planet. I mean, does she even realize that her baby wouldn't be a McCaskey? He'd be a daily. I tell you, Sam, never marry a woman with a crazy... That sentence fell apart in my brain. That's okay. I tell you, Sam, never marry a woman with a crazy father and four dead uncles. They develop these obsessions with lineage and... Four dead uncles? What? Oh, yeah, the famous ones. You know the four brothers who died in the Drisking Mines? Four brothers. What do you do when the mines shaft collapses? You die. <laughs> <laughs> and you can bet your bottom dollar that these brothers will die. <laughs> the, 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 the twist is that they all escape in the first 15 minutes of the movie, and then the rest of the time is just them dealing with Miner's lung. <laughs> Shit. Well, that only left her dad, and her parents were only able to conceive her, which leaves her as a last McCaskey and hope for the family line. So, of course, you see how this is all my fault. This guy is really unloading all, on this kid, man. Yeah. Just, just, just pulling out him. and spraying it all on him. <laughs> plus, I got a, plus, I got a problematic uh, colon. Yeah, okay, dude. <laughs> see, the issue, I don't have any trouble getting an erection. I don't have any trouble with my sperm count. It's just every time uh-huh. I come, I spray diarrhea on the wall. <laughs> Uh, I, know, I know what my recommendation is now, just based on all these jokes. Oh. <clears throat> um, where are we now? Jesus. I looked. Uh, I, I looked at him blankly. I looked at him blankly, and he sighed. I'm sorry, kid. These aren't your problems, and they they are way over your pay grade anyway. I'm just very stressed out over these days. Our fertility issues and... Me, Roz, absolute abhorrence to our only other option. It's. But how did they die? I was desperate to talk about anything else, and the story of Mira's <clears throat> uncles interested me. Sir, I don't want to hear about your semen problems. <laughs> um. Uh, well, damn it, I'm lost again. The McCaskey the boys. <laughs> the McCaskey Mc- boys. The- the old McCaskey boys. McCaskey boys? I don't really know. 
They died on the mountain somewhere. I'm doing this accent too now, everybody. <laughs> I guess this is how Owen, this is how tall, girthy Owen talks. Oh. Guys, guys, the most missed opportunity of not making him Owen Wilson. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> The McCaskey boys, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, um, have you heard of the skinned men? Skinned men? I used to open for them. Skinned men? I I used to play bass for the skinned men. Skinned men? Like men without skin? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think so. No, no. What about Baraska? Owen daily squeezed his eyes shut. Every day. Um. (laughs) Every day, squeezing his eyes shut, Owen. Uh, Owen daily squeezed his eyes shut and pushed in on his temples with his fingers. What? What does a Baraska have to do with anything? Owen. Mira. (laughs) Squeaked. From the doorway. (laughs) Um... Owen! Yeah, voice like a mouse, that woman. (laughs) Oh, baby, are you okay? Wow. Sam called the house. I want to do it. Door closes. (laughs) Hey, guys. I was lying earlier. Even flow Falls around like butterflies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you do you do wow Owen asked dubiously I called him his eyes flicked over to me and I immediately looked away another conversation I didn't want to be a part of Sam why don't you take the day off Mira and I will Mira and I will handle things here wow <laughs> I think I have this figured out and if I do it's real fucked up <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. I mumbled and bolted for the door. Once I was in my car and backing away, I called Kyle. <clears throat> um, d- d- dude, fucking weird shit is going down in this town. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it over the phone because even uttering Pearl Jam lyrics is going to make me throw up right now. <laughs> Where are you at? David, Can can we get... An out-of-context quote put at the beginning of this episode where you just say what you just said. Sure. Before the theme song. Just a little preface of future David being yeah. like, <coughs> yeah, that's this fine. time on Undercooked Analysis. <laughs> and now the conclusion. Oh, oh boy. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> um... Uh, I'm at Kimber's. Are you off work? Yeah, I'm coming over to get you. Uh, <clears throat> by at Kimber's, Calment sitting on the curb in front of the house, kicked off the property again. When I pulled up, Kimber came out and met us at the curb. I'm so sorry, Kyle, she said. She's really upset today. She wouldn't even let me leave the house to sit with you. <clears throat> it's okay, he said. Don't worry about me. I just want to make sure you and your mom are okay. We're okay. My dad will be home soon. Text us when he gets home and we'll come get you, I said. 
Can we address the fact that we like we? Uh, Alan, you made a joke about them going in the back and fucking, and then it happened. It just happened. Not not Kimber and Kyle, but Mira. Yeah, I'll serendipitous. But I'm I'm curious, Alan, because you said you think you figured it out, and if you did, it's real fucked up. But we can yeah. talk about that when we get to a good place to sort of pause, <clears throat> okay? And stop, because we I don't know if right. we're gonna be able to make it through the whole part tonight. Um, yeah, we're we're probably gonna have to pull out. <laughs> let's find a good let's find a good place where it seems like there's a like a like a scene transition or a page break, and then we'll we'll pause there. Yeah, you want to back off before you get too further into the climax. I wish I could. I'm babysitting tonight until 7.30. Maybe after that? Sure. Kyle and Kimber hug goodbye, and then Kimber rushed back to her house as something crashed inside. <clears throat> so, what's going on? Kyle asked, taking a drink of a warm Dr. Pepper sitting in my cup holder. Doing it wrong! <laughs> You're still wearing your apron, you know. Dude, there's there's something wrong with Dr. Pepper and the fact that it goes like flat instantly. Yeah. Yeah. It does not it does not have a good carbonation retention is, rate. Is Mr. Pib better at that? Uh yeah. from my experience, yeah. But he doesn't have a but he doesn't have the doctorate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh Dr. Pepper spent all that time getting the doctorate and lost all that energy. So now he can't even be bothered. You crack him up, he's like, ready for work and like two seconds he's like, uh, I just I'm tired. I, I got this degree. I've earned this. I'm going to go home. You know, he gets burned out real quick. Yeah. Mira had a breakdown, I said, peeling it off. Peeling it? Peeling it off. Peeling <clears throat> it off. Peeling peeling what off? Oh. Sam, Sam peels it oh, off apron, and Kyle pulls it out. <clears throat> really? What happened? I told Kyle the full story, giving particular attention to the four uncles. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, out of context, it's really funny. <laughs> Just take that out of context. I told Kyle the full story, giving particular attention to the four uncles. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I gave attention to the four uncles, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I had the four uncles at full attention. Yeah, the... There's a Terrence and Phillip movie about that anyway. Yeah, the McCaskies. McCaskies. My wife. My wife. McCaskies. I heard of them. I didn't know Mira was one of them, though. I thought they were all dead. Yeah, she's the last unicorn. I mean, she's the last one. So, like, do you think the McCaskey deaths have anything to do with the other disappearances? It had been a while since I had mentioned anything about Baraska, and Kyle choked a little on the Dr. Pepper. Oh, shit, this is flat. (laughs) I don't... I don't know, man. I mean, maybe if the disappearances started around the same time? How can we find that out? Maybe the cops? There have to be police reports. Uh, Okay, but what if I couldn't ask my dad... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kyle sh- Kyle shook his head I don't know then My dad I asked you about Richard's dad 
what about like records the historical society people maybe <clears throat> oh yeah he said nodding we can try them they're over on second they share an office with drisking arts and antiques i made a u-turn and started back towards town oh hey uh why are we doing this i'd known the question was coming I'd hope to have more answers myself before I had to give him one. Uh, just Whitney was all I could say. Kyle didn't ask anything more. The Historical Preservation Society of Drisking was at the back of the building, and we had to walk through the antique shop as the owner, Mr. Drangle, eyed (laughs) us warily. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fuck you, I'm not correcting it. No, I, I didn't know if that was deliberate or not. <laughs> I'm not correcting it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> At the end of the short hallway, we found a small room with two desks pushed together. One was empty, and the other was stacked high with books and folders of loose paper. Um,. We could hear someone typing behind the stacks. I cleared my throat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <clears> throat> Let me clear my throat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> a smile. A small woman popped up from behind the desk. I recognized her as the same woman who had given us a lecture in fifth grade. <clears throat> Hello, how can I help you, boys? She asked, walking out to greet us. Uh, yeah. I have a few questions about Drisking's. History, I guess. Oh, great. Wow. Uh, this is <laughs> this is for an end of the year. Is this for an end of the year report? Have a seat, boys. She gestured to the empty chairs sitting behind the other desk. I nodded at Kyle and he sat down, looking uneasy. Yeah, it's for an end. <laughs> Kyle clearly, clearly wanted to pull out of the situation. <laughs> Yeah, it's for an essay we have to write. Hey, I, I think I get, you gave a lecture to us like seven years ago at school. <clears throat> oh, yes, I give that lecture every year with Mr. Prescott. She smiled. <laughs> yeah, it was you and one other guy, too. A bald guy, Kyle said, shifting uncomfortably in his wooden chair. <laughs> yes, that was my fiancé, Wyatt Dowding. He passed several years ago. Oh! Kyle said, really wanting to pull out now. So, um, Miss, Miss. Hit! You got it that time. Scanlon. But you can call me Catherine, she said. Catherine Scanlon. Catherine. I like it. I tried. I hated calling adults by their first names. Uh, We want to know about the McCaskey kids. Ooh, Catherine said, shaking her head. A dark part of history there, but still history nonetheless, she said, taking out a crystal ball. (laughs) Taking out a crystal ball to see into the past? Yes. (laughs) Back to the past samurai, Jack. Yeah, so when did that happen? Um, and how did they die, Kyle? (laughs) It was party metal. They, well, they didn't die. I mean, they certainly perished in the name, 
but their bodies were never recovered, so we don't know the answer to that. I would think di- di- dehydration. <laughs> I would think dehydration, starvation, and exhaustion killed them within days of getting lost down there. And your second question, that was 1953, I believe. And the mines closed that year? Well, actually, the mines officially closed the year after. There was a legal spat between the city and the Prescott family who wanted to leave the mines open until the bodies were found. The city won and the mines were condemned. Wait, what the Prescotts care? Don't you want to write this down? Catherine asked. Kyle tapped his head twice with his finger and instantly transmitted. (laughs) (laughs) Can't listen to this dumb bitch ramble on if you're not here. (laughs) Catherine shrugged and continued. Uh, Well, the Prescotts and the McCaskey family were uh, were closely related. Tom Prescott was paying teams of unemployed miners to go down into the mines and search for the bodies. The city had had enough of it, and and the mountain was unstable, and they didn't want any more deaths. The mines had been abandoned for years and uh, before and were structurally unsafe. After the city banned the recovery team from the mines, members of the Prescott family started going down there themselves. Finally, the city had had enough, and they had the mines collapsed. With bombs? Kyle asked. Well, with explosives. And that's what led to the incident. Uh, By this time, the mines had been unprofitable for a few years, and the city was quite broke. They hired a less than reputable company to collapse the mines, and, well, when they set off the explosives, they accidentally broke into Drisking's water table. And, yep, I have a theory. The city went into debt trying to purify the water of silt and iron ore. It wasn't until two years later that things started getting better, thanks to the Prescotts, who truly did revitalize Drisking. Kyle's phone chirped because he had Boost Mobile, and he pulled it out of his pocket. Where are you at? Oh, he pulled it out of his pocket. It's Kimber. <laughs> she wants us to come over. Uh, why did I scroll down? Okay, Miss Scanlon. Thanks, Miss Scanlon. Scanlon. Uh, Scanlon. Scan- okay, thanks, Miss Scanlon. I mean, Catherine. Sure. If you have any other questions, feel free to come by. We're almost always open during the day. Oh, or you can email me. She dug into her jacket pocket and pulled out a loose business card. It was creased and had a dusty smudge on it. Thanks. Um, how would you guys feel about um, pausing there for this episode? Because it looks like we're about mm-hmm. to, they're about to get back in the car to go see what Kimber's calling them about. And that might be a good place to pause so we can uh, wrap things up for this episode. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alan. What Me. is your theory? Um... Okay, uh, and uh, you could cut this all out if I'm right. <laughs> okay. Um, I, might, I will neither confirm nor deny. Cool. Uh, I'm guessing the missing girls are all breeders now. Because, um, mm. like, the, the big part of my theory with that is something getting in the water supply. I bet that made a bunch of people infertile. 
So, like, a long time ago, they made this, like, really fucked up pact, and, like, uh, uh, Mr. Daly, uh, Mira described it as something being, like, incorrigible as, like, an alternative to have a kid. So, yeah, they're kidnapping these girls to fuck them and make babies. Hmm. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. My theory is that Drisking is uh, so boring that people just pull out. Will Alan's uh, theory be proven correct? And if so, is the story really that fucked up? And, you know, a lot of people in the comments have been saying, no, this story is pretty fucked up. Uh, we'll find out next time, except probably not, because there's still, like, two more, two and a half more parts to this story. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, Alan, oh, we already did your, did we, uh, uh, my we speci- already did your uh, recommendation. You work. don't get to do my recommendation. My specific recommendation is, uh, an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 called Merlin's Shop of Mystical Wonders. One of my favorites. Also one of mine. Yeah. Uh, just cause there's, <laughs> I thought of it earlier cause there's a lot of infertility jokes in it. <laughs> <laughs> when Merlin tries to give the infertile couple the uh, when when Merlin tries to give the infertile couple like the magic stone, and and the skeptic guy is just like it's just a rock, and they go like your womb. <laughs> <laughs> um, my recommendation is gonna piggyback off Alan's. Um, there exists on the magical land of YouTube, someone did a version of uh, You're Welcome from Moana, but mixed in every instance of You're Welcome with uh, Tom Servo going, You're welcome. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So it's worth looking up. It's pretty hilarious. And uh, to be fair, Kayla and I had that thought the moment we saw Moana and left the theater. We looked at each other and I started going, What can I say except You're welcome. Oh, good. <laughs> By the way, further tying this in with everything we've been doing that is a movie that has Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it so okay so um it all comes together it does um I did an episode of a witching hour with um Abysme and Paprika about the new Netflix movie uh produced by J.J. Abrams The Cloverfield Paradox part of the Cloverfield Cinematic Universe uh, and it's a it's quite the fun listen. Uh, opinions are exchanged. There is a lot of cool discussion with differences of opinion. Uh, you should go check that out. Um, Aces. So now uh, it's time for us to get on to discussing who our totally spy foos are. Uh, yeah. So we'll start off with Graham Graham. Uh, Graham Graham, who's your... No, Graham Graham, don't hit close on Audacity. Two friends. I'm Emily. I'm Andrew. Made a deal. I would do a minute podcast on a movie. <clears throat> what movie would you do it on? What if we count to three, and at three we both say the name of the movie, and if it is somehow the same movie... <laughs> three, two, one... Super Mario Brothers! <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers Minute. Two episodes a week. Benview Network. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.